Welcome back to another episode of the Jesse Dawson Podcast. Thank you for joining me uh, here on this uh, lovely, well, I mean, it's a lovely day, but I'm inside here talking to you in my windowless office. So um, thanks for joining me. And before we jump into it, something that I don't say often enough, but I should, is that if you are watching this right now and you're not subscribed, then go ahead and do so. If you're not following or, I don't know, whatever platform, you there's so many different types of buttons. If you're not if you're not following or, or subscribed, then do so now. I was looking at my stats the other day, and it turns out that 30% of my views are not subscribed and not following me. So if you're part of that 30%, hit the body button. Yeah, so if you haven't done it, get on that. I post lots of stuff. You can join the Facebook group. It's called The Playground. I post all of my things in there as well. Waiting for that one to grow a bit more and then we can start doing some lives in there and like all that kind of thing. But maybe by the time you're watching this, I'm already doing it. So we'll see. We'll see. Hair has been annoying me today. I'll try and... I don't care. We're talking about survival of the fittest today. We're talking about surviving in a world that's always trying to kill you. Maybe not so much these days. But definitely from the past, definitely. So let's let's go into that a bit before I carry on about today's world. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, not so, too dissimilar to the one we're in now, but at the same time very, very different to the one we're in now. Before technology and things, we had sticks and they had rocks on the end of them that had been sharpened and we would take on woolly mammoths, saber-toothed tigers, dodos. I'm sure they had a mean streak. Stuff like that. All the prehistoric animals. and It's about survival. And the world's always been about survival. It's uh, always been about the strongest. The strongest are the ones that survived. And heck, the reason you're even here watching this is because... It was literally a survival of the fittest. The strongest will survive. In in the whole reason that you are even born is that that's the case. So the odds and the odds and the odds and the odds of being here are just so astronomically large. That I don't even know if there's a number for it. Because even just you being born, the one individual from your parents, it's like four trillion to one or something. I don't know, something like that. Four, four billion, something like that. Maybe it's 400 trillion. I don't know, it's a bloody big number, uh, is the fact that you're even born. And then you've got all of your ancestors and ancestors before that, their grandparents, their grandparents, you know, 20, 50, 60, 100 generations back. I don't know how far back it goes, but it's, it's a few generations. And that number is unbelievable, unfathomable. And the further back you go, the more literal survival of the fittest uh, means and to the point where if you weren't strong enough you died if you weren't strong enough your genetics were cut off at that point so if you were a weak child and weren't able to keep up your maybe it was your, your immune system even or if you were attacked and you weren't physically strong then you died and that was just the reality of it and you had to be really quick to getting really strong and that's all that mattered because you weren't even just protecting yourself, you're also protecting your tribe. And uh, that's a big responsibility to have. And that's where we come from. We come from that 
world where you needed to be physically fit to be the strongest and just to survive. And then there's like you know a whole other layer on that on top of the social layer. Once we actually started having a bit more, uh, what's the word? Evolution happens and we grew as a society and culture grew. Um, it was still you know diseases and still could take us out and plenty of times nature got involved in survival of the fittest applied there it was also survival of the fittest when it came to partners and who you could choose in the tribe and if you were the fittest you often had more choice and things like that so survival of the fittest doesn't even apply to physically surviving and and just surviving the elements in nature but it also comes into where you rank in the social ladder and how much life you're able to live and how much of the um, socio-economic benefits you had as a person when you had particular genetics and or a particular build or skill set uh, when it came to like your strength and your physical attributes. But these days, these days are a little different. You don't have to be strong now to do great things. You don't have to be strong to even survive because we've got medical industry, we've got the medical profession keeping us ticking and all of the doctors and nurses and all those really important people. And then we've also got antibiotics and cures and vaccines and uh, anti-venoms for snake bites and all those things that help us survive as well as a lot less danger because we are the predatorial species on the planet and you know we can go years and years and years and years before we've even seen a type of animal that's native to our area like for me i think it was i mean i'd seen kangaroos in the zoo but for me in australia it was like late teens before i'd even seen a kangaroo in the wild because they just don't come around some areas of the country um seen plenty of them since but I think I was like 15 or something before I'd actually seen a wild one. I still have never seen a snake in the wild. 26. Because I'm in, I'm in residential area and it just happens to be there hasn't been one that's come around my parts. Um, I've seen lots of domestic ones and like zoos and of course. But uh, yeah, things like that. So we're just not in a place where we need to be physically strong to defend ourselves from nature, from bears and elephants and mammoths and snakes and all sorts of things that are coming at us. And then also other tribes that are trying to kill us. And then other people within our tribe that are challenging us and all those things. That doesn't apply anymore. We're in a world where intelligence and mental fitness is a lot more predominant than the physical. And I'm not saying the physical isn't there. I'm just making sure I get that out of the way because absolutely we still need physically fit people because we still need trades um, and that's still very, very, very warranted. It's just not the requirement anymore to survive. You can have either or. Look at me, I'm bloody skinny as hell. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't consider myself that strong physically. So we are always looking for ways to be more mentally fit and more healthy. That seems to be more of the focus these days. And that's fair. I'm sure you agree that that's completely warranted in the world we live in with technology and being able to travel the world at a click of our fingers when there's no border restrictions. Um, and being able to communicate with anybody at any time around the world 
big scale things that are huge that it, it really matters that your mental fitness and your ability to adapt with technology and the way and the fast paced world we live on live in and how quickly things evolve um, like they've evolved faster in the last hundred years than 10,000 years before it um, well, you yeah, know, maybe not 10,000 10, is a bit of a stretch, Jesse. What are you doing? The thousand years before it. <laughs> um, and uh, that's just the reality we're in. And, and then the last 10 years has been faster than the last 50, you know. So it's, it's just we're getting faster and faster and faster and faster in terms of developing technologies and the people that have access to develop those technologies. It's more mainstream and it's more about having that intelligence and skill set to be able to adapt to new technology and new things that are coming in. I know I keep saying new technology and that. Just stick with me. Because we've had more access to it, more people are doing it, we have faster evolution. And eventually it's going to move somewhere else, of course, because it has to. Change is inevitable. That seems like where the focus is now. It's less about being physically strong, more about being mentally strong. Whether that is just intelligence or whether that's just the ability to, to flex in the wind. It does seem like that is more of where things have pivoted to, to be. And I mean, heck, if you can be both, ooh, that's a power. That's a power. But we're focusing on this side uh, for today. And it all comes down to because the world's changing and because the world has changed and it is still changing because change is the only thing we're ever going to have. Change is always going to be present. If you can't get a grip on the fact that change is inevitable, then you're now moving towards that side of the scale from fittest to weakest. And the fittest minds survive. The, you know, the strongest uh, in the tribe, the you know, previously just the, the fittest, um, strongest, most healthy individuals didn't succumb to the, the winter or the animals or whatever it is. So um, you know, survival of the fittest, literally that, that's the case. And now it's if you can't change, that is now the physical part of, of history that is now where we where we see if you can't change if you can't adapt if you can't as i said be you know swing in the wind and flow, flow in the wind like bamboo and be f- flexible um or like water and completely fluid if you haven't got the ability to adapt and change then you're done you're dead you have to be growing and you have to be changing there is no time anymore for sitting around doing nothing. There is no time for just focusing on the physical aspects because the world is changing so fast and so rapidly and will continue to, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, we'll see in time, of course. But you need to be changing and evolving and, and, and that kind of thing with the world at the same time because if you're not, you're being left in the dust. Um, and that's you know, feedback for me too you know, with this uh, recording. You know, I've got to make sure I'm still relevant otherwise what's the point of doing it and in the world of technology one of the biggest assets one of the biggest skill sets i have in the flexibility that i have with this media but just being able to speak to a camera and be me confidently talking and providing value that's a skill set and that's that's valuable so that's something that I will eventually have to mold and shape into something else. I'll have to keep changing with it. And, and this podcast will change and it will have to change. And I know it will. And as much as I'm used to this flow, it's going to change. It has to change. Just like everything, everything, the, the business and the 
you know, normal jobs, the types of industries we have open right now are going to change. And it, you have to be flexible with it. Because if you're not, again, same thing I've been rambling on about this whole time. If you don't change, you're stuck. You're, you're, you're now moving into the weakest because survival of the fittest is no longer just survival of the fittest. It's survival of the fittest mind. Survival of the fittest flexible mind. Because it's not about how much you can lift. It's now about what you can do for the world. It's about how you can you contribute. And that is the only value we see in the world now. It's how do I create value in the eyes of others? Obviously doing it for yourself. Please don't think I'm discounting you. Do what makes you happy, 100%. But if, again, a flexible, fittest mind knows that that's how they need to act in order to be happy for themselves. They need to act as if they're, they're growing. They have, they have to be. Because if you're not growing, you're, in, you're miserable yourself. So the idea is how do you grow, how do you contribute so that then you are continually adapting and you know you're growing because you have to, to grow, you have to adapt into the new world. So it's about that flexibility. And I guess to add one more little nugget into there about mental fitness and being in there, essentially, you have to look at your mental fitness like your physical fitness. So if you're someone who is physically fit, and has a, has a good body and is healthy and very active and, and that kind of thing, you need to be applying either the same and, and replicating that into your mental growth or steal some of that and put it into your mental growth. Because if you're, not, if you're only growing physically, it only gets you so far. And as I said, if you're not changing the world, you're going to be the strongest guy in a world that nothing ever needs to be lifted. And that's where you're going to end up. So mental fitness is literally what I'm talking about here. You need to be training your brain. You need to be training your growth, your, your, your spirit, your soul, whatever you want to call it. And by, by learning, consuming new information, whether, whatever field that's in, it doesn't have to be like this. You know, it doesn't have to be uh, self-help work or self-development or coaching or psychology or any of that stuff. It can literally just be like learning how to you know, fix a motorbike. So I'm, I'm doing that right now, learning how to fix a motorbike interesting stuff and it's about you moving forward in whatever craft or area you need to to move forward in order to grow so if you're always physically fit and not doing any of the mental side you're going to be left behind and you have to have a training regimen so to speak like regime you can literally tackle both at the same time like this is this is this is mind-blowing stuff why would you waste time in the gym pumping it out to tunes when you could be doing your mental fitness and your physical fitness at the same time? And always, there's an exception, there are those days where you're just going to be in the zone, you need to just be pumping it out, maybe you need the motivation from the music, the tunes to get you going to the next level. But for me, I often listen to podcasts while I'm working out, while I'm on a walk, Go for a walk. Listen to a podcast. There's plenty of platforms. You can do, I mean, Audible is obviously the best one, but I'm not sponsored. Please, Audible, sponsor me. Um, and you can do that. You can just play a, a book. And if you're me and you're a freak, you listen to everything at like two and a half times the speed if you can because your mind, my mind's really fast and I can listen really quickly. And we actually can listen to like 800 words a minute or something in our, in our brain. We can think like 600 words a minute. I don't know, some, some amount of hundreds of words a minute where we can only speak like 120. 
Uh, so speaking speed is actually so much slower than our brains, and that's how we get distracted when we're listening. So if you can speed up your listening time, you actually will retain more information and get distracted less. So there you go. Fun life hack right there. And you get twice as much in the same time, which is having an edge on the world. Imagine if you could watch twice as many movies in the same time or play twice as much games in half the time. You could, if, if you had two hours after work to play games and you could fit four hours of gaming into that, why wouldn't you? You know? Anyway, carry on. <laughs> so if I'm working out, I'm listening to a podcast generally. While I'm working, except for editing video, which is so annoying because I can't have an audio book going at the same time as I'm listening to audio because it's a full experience, it's visual audio, it's a whole deal. But if I'm scheduling content, audio books on, or some sort of interview or a podcast or something is on where I'm listening and, and learning. If I'm working out, it's on. And then in between those times, I'm listening to music because you can't just be full fucking serious all the time because you've got to chill out. Um, so I do both at the same time. And you can then get both your physical and physical workout and your mental workout at the same time, condense it into the same space, and then you're no longer being left behind. You're able to keep mentally fit. Because if you're not mentally fit, you are unfit. Your health is, is, is your classed as unfit. That's essentially what I'm trying to say with all this rambling on about stuff. You're unfit if your mind isn't trained, if you're not upgrading the mind. And then if you're not contributing, there's no point really knowing that stuff. So I always include growth and contribution in, in together, even though they are separate. I'm a lifelong learner. I love learning. I'm a freak about it. So it's easy for me to put them in. But maybe you've just got to go for a walk for 20 minutes and listen to 20 minutes of, uh, of, an, of, of an audio book or a podcast or 10 minutes a day. Just anything to stay mentally fit. Because the world does not give a shit about you as much as you think it does. And as, as important as you feel like you are, at the end of the day, you are a speck in the blob of history. People from 200 years ago, they were average Joes, just like you and me, they are forgotten. Granted, they didn't have the technology to leave a legacy and document their lives and things. They had books. Some people have written in books, but now we've moved so far away from books, they're forgotten again. Because again, we have to adapt with the times. There'll be one day where this footage will never be seen again because they don't even have a way to play it. We're so advanced. And my point being is that if you don't change, and I'm not saying you're not special, you're not important because you are. You're listening to this. You, you, you're listening to this. You're very important to me. You're one of the most important people there is. If you're listening to this, you're watching this. And subscribe. <laughs> uh, what, what I'm saying is that the world will leave you behind because it doesn't care. The world does not give a single shit about you. It doesn't give a shit about me. It doesn't give a shit about the bloody president of the United States. The, any sort of big person in power doesn't give a fuck about bloody the Kardashians. No one cares about no one. It will keep going regardless. Take all those people off the world. Put them in a bloody box somewhere. The world still goes on. Just how it is. Just how it is. Put the world into a pandemic. The world still goes on. It doesn't care. It doesn't care what you do or who you are. Or anything. All that matters is that you stay mentally and, and physically fit if you can. I would recommend both always. So that you can adapt when the world adapts. When the world changes, you are 
adaptable, you're malleable, you have neuroplasticity to be able to change you and mold into a new person. That is what is important. Because you, you drop the ball and you become stagnant, you stop learning, you stop growing, you stop doing all those things, you're not mentally fit, so you're unfit. Maybe you're even physically fit, unfit as well, so you're mentally and physically unfit. You're basically the food for the food chain. And the world will leave you behind in the dust and forget about you. And that's brutal. That's brutal, what I just said there. I really hope that... Oh, inside. So you need to be fit. You need to be mentally fit and you need to do that. So you've got to ask yourself some questions. Always, as normal. How can I fit in some learning about anything? How can I grow in any way? Whatever it is, just figure it out. Write down some areas you're interested in. Write down some areas that you know you need to improve that you maybe don't want to improve in or that you've been putting off. And put some areas in you know you have to improve in that you absolutely bloody hate and you don't really want to do it at all. And then that's your most priority list. <laughs> and then I'll leave it up to you to put in priorities. Just know that's how you can get started. And then you can ask yourself, how do I do it? Set some goals, move towards those goals. Big or small, doesn't matter how big they are. Doesn't matter how like, in objective size they are. We've gone through this. Small goal is the same as a big goal. doesn't matter as long as it's a goal that stretches you. And then you can start to adapt in the world. And it gets easier as you go. It gets easier and easier and easier. And you'll, uh, you won't regret it. You won't regret it. Just like the gym. Like first time you go to the gym, it's clunky as hell. Or like you get really bloody sore after the first session. But you adapt. Your body adapts. We all adapt. Well, you need to. And that starts from repetitively doing and being consistent. So trust that was worth your 20 minutes, 30 minutes that you were here for and you got a bit out of it. It's all about being mentally fit. Yeah, as I've said before, subscribe, follow, join my Facebook group. Um, if you have any questions, leave them down there. Message me, inbox me. If you want me help, message whatever you do. Do what you do. Enjoy your morning, afternoon, night, your evening, your lunch, your breakfast, your brunch, your play lunch. That bloody rhymed. And I will see you in the next episode. As always, I'll speak to you then.